My name is Chills and I hope you're enjoying my narration. Halloween is a time when the barriers between our world and the spirit realm are thought to be the thinnest, meaning you never know what you might encounter. Number 4. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Number three. Happy Halloween to everybody at Best Buddies. I just wanted to say, boo. And many, 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 many more. Happy Halloween. Number two. Happy Halloween. Everyone. <laughs> Based on what you've seen here, tell me if you think this video is real. Number one. Happy Halloween, Wendy. <laughs> would you like to hear this on the screen instead of the great show you came to see? This is painful, dickhead! That's what you sound like. I remember lots of adults and kids too paid admission to enjoy the show. We must insist on absolute quiet. Those asked to leave today will be refused admission to this theater in the future. Thank you. Boys and girls and girls are
Sorry about that. The Miami Sound Machine is stuck on that sound tonight. Welcome. It is Awful Ween, and I am dressed up in a costume. I'm a spooky, one of the classic spooky Halloween characters. You know him, you love him. I am Hubie Halloween. Now, to be fair, I have not actually seen this Adam Sandler Netflix movie yet. But I know, I mean, it's named Hubie Halloween. He's also, he's in Uncut Gems. What a great movie. He's such a great actor. So I haven't seen it yet. I don't have Netflix. I just borrow Sticky Hooves, the Swedish Bronies Netflix account. So I'm sure though, I mean, look at him. Oh, I mean, he's gotta be, he's gotta be some sort of serial killing pedophile rapist, obviously. So I figured what better spooky Halloween character to be than Hubie Halloween. And I hope you guys are wearing your costumes out there tonight as well. Because we're going to have a wonderful We're going to have a wonderful, amazing costume contest at the end of tonight's awful ween. You guys can get your costumes ready right now, okay? Go grab them now, get ready, because we're going to have fabulous prizes! Clip it. So you're going to want to win this prize. It's an amazing prize. We're keeping it inside the Puzzle Masters Riddle Box. It's going to be a great time. We're live as we are every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Let's check in with the chat room and see how they're feeling about this awful ween, shall we? Let's see what they're saying. I see some pumpkin emojis in the chat. Aw, I share my brother's Netflix. It was decent. I hate Adam Sandler. Wait, what's going on? Hit me with the... Mighty Thermos, it really wasn't. I was being nice. Uh, they didn't like Hubie Halloween. Okay, well, I had a lot of Hubie Halloween-based surprises for tonight, but we will scrap those. Don't worry, I still have amazing, spooky guests and surprises, things you'll never see coming around the corner. We're going to try to make some phone calls to some brand new goons tonight. We have an interview with someone you never, you could never possibly guess. The interview I have, it's all spooky, it's all Halloween related, and we're going to have a great time. I'm so excited to bring this one to you, but it's not awful ween unless we have a visit from one of our, excuse me, one of our favorite goons. His name? Bob Hickman, a.k.a. God entered my body like a body of the same size like me floating into you or you floating into me. It's the Acts 238 Holy Ghost baptism. Yeah, it's the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Rocking a bowl cut and he knows the most. Like you floating into me or me into you. Gotta do the shit what God told him to. B-O-B, oh yes indeed. He's the only living avatar of G-O-D. You got a problem with he? Why are you talking to me? He's the prophet, so don't knock it if you don't believe. It's the Acts 238, no place to hide. God's body entered into his body the same size. It's the Acts 238, no place to hide. God's body entered into his body the same size. Amazing. I can't wait to show you guys. You, now, some of you might be brand new, by the way. You might not know who Bob Hickman is. He's one of the spookiest goons on the internet, and he's the perfect Halloween goon because he was literally born on Halloween. So I have something incredible. You know, he's well known in the deepest, darkest corners of the internet. And on tonight's show, I have some very cursed videos. 
to show you, but I want you to get to know Bob before we delve into what's been going on with him lately. So here he is talking about his birthday and God entering him. God entered my body like a body my same size, like me floating into you or you floating into me. And yes, he is naked from the waist down. It is October the 30th. Tomorrow is my birthday. And it's also the day that God entered into my body. Halloween is God's day. Now, I want you to go out tomorrow and celebrate this very special day by dressing up in costumes and collecting candy. I love it. He loves Halloween just like me. Oh, he's putting on his... He's got the scream mask. He put it on. Anyway. Doing some... Keep rocking in the free world. Don't eat too much candy. At once. Don't eat too much candy at once. You'll get fat, right? And he does extreme dancing to stay this thin, this in shape. All right, there you go. So some Halloween tips from Bob Hickman. Now, maybe that doesn't do it for you. Maybe you still are a little confused on this guy. You need to know more. Maybe you didn't have a good enough picture of his tactical bowl cut. Well, here's a classic Bob Hickman video. This one's called Beware of the PP Man. God entered into my body like a body my same size. Like me floating into you or you floating into me. Of course. Holy Ghost baptism. Today is December the 20th, 2019. I'm working tomorrow. I've got a new name for God. <laughs> God is now the pee-pee man. <laughs> God is now the pee-pee man. He's always fondling me, caressing me, pulling at my... You might say, how does he do that? I feel electricity flowing, on it, flowing around it like an electric hand grabbing at it, pulling at it, squeezing it, touching it. He's talking about his pee-pee, okay? <laughs> so just, he's not talking about pee-pee like the fluid that comes from your pee-pee. He's talking about your pee-pee. I see the Lord in visions while all this goes on, laughing, telling me things like, I want that. <laughs> God is I want that. Man. You know, you've heard of the booger man, the buggy man. <laughs> yeah, the man booger. Man. I should have dressed as the booger man. This Halloween, right? The booger man. That man. Now the pee-pee man is the one you have to worry about. Very cool. Okay, so maybe you're still a little bit confused about Bob. No worries. Did you know that Bob is on LinkedIn? This is real. <laughs> Bob has his own LinkedIn page that he put together here. And here he is, completely butt naked from the waist down. In the cover photo, it says Bob Hickman, truck driver at Trucking Company. This guy drives a truck for a living. What else we got here? Oh, in his about section, it says, God entered into my body like a body my same size. I'm the world's only Holy Ghost filled born again Christian. And I'm a truck driver and the prettiest of all time. (laughs) He really did put that. And he's got activity on here. He's just commenting on other people's LinkedIn's. 
telling them about how God entered his body. Here's one that says gays and all stay out of the Catholic church. I don't know. Okay. Maybe you're still confused about Bob. Don't worry about it. Okay. God entered his body. That's basically it. But Bob is very interesting because he is a man of self-promotion. This guy loves getting his name out there. He, I would tell you to go subscribe to him. I couldn't possibly tell you which YouTube channel because he's got thousands and he pays YouTube thousands of dollars to promote his videos across YouTube. And he has gotten phone numbers and just randomly texted numbers to give out his message that God entered his body. Well, he's found a new way to promote himself. He owns very famous vehicles, and he figured out that if he sells these vehicles off, maybe he could get a little bit more attention on himself. God entered my body like a body my sin size, like me floating into you, you floating into me. Of course. Facebook sure. advertising. Facebook marketplace. How good is it? How good is I, it? How good is our Facebook I God? I So he's got a Ford Explorer. He's also got a Ford Escape. He put them both up for sale on Facebook Marketplace. Two days ago, it's gotten 6,000 hits. Now, it's got the message painted on it. God entered my body as a body. So the reason Bob's vehicles are so famous is because they are covered in paint. He just hand-painted God entered my body as a body all over them like a psychopath. And you can see it when you look at the picture in there. If you make it a little bit bigger. So, Facebook advertising is awesome. It works. Uh, not Facebook advertising, but Facebook marketplace. Anyway, it's... October the uh, 17th, 2020. Anyway. I got up late. Went to bed late. Be working next week for new employer driving the semi-truck. So he got the LinkedIn worked. He got a new job driving the truck. The presidential race in America. He just, now this is one of the straight, Bob, our goons, they're some of the most varied and beautiful goons they have many many different little quirks and qualities to them one of bob's is that he rubs an emery board all over his skin until the skin peels off and you can only see the muscle underneath he looks like he's been flayed it's like an actual horror movie he just rubbed an emery board across his tongue for some reason i guess his tongue just has too many taste buds america is heating up Polls have Biden ahead. Okay, now he's talking politics. I'm out. So let's take a look at the post. This was actually found in the wild on Facebook. Somebody in a random Facebook group posted this. One of my Facebook cult members posted this to the Facebook cult. It's our Facebook group. Join it. Podawful.com slash cult. And all I like to say is I thank Dad for making me strong. Join our cult on Facebook. So let's take a look at the listing here. As you can see, this is the vehicle. And again, he's got two. He's got two that look basically like this. 
painted all over it. God entered my body as a body. If you've watched this show, you've seen this vehicle. It's very famous. If you live in Indianapolis where Bob lives, you've probably seen these cars jet setting around town when Bob's not driving his truck. He's driving these things. They're mobile billboards. And you can see here he's listed it, the 2001 Ford Escape XLT Sport Utility four door for only $1,400. Now, I saw this and I immediately became obsessed. obsessed. I had to have the vehicle. And some of you know this for weeks now, I've been trying to buy these vehicles, at least one of them, off of Bob. Now, you may know this Bob and I have a back and forth, we have a rapport. So he knows who I am. And when I contacted him, I'm never sure though, you know, it's Bob. So I'm never sure if he remembers me or not. But I contacted him. I said, I want to buy one of them. I'm willing to pay full price. He countered that offer with paying less. He said, well, how about 9000 <laughs> Great negotiating tactic. I said, okay, we've gone back and forth, back and forth on this. And I didn't think I'd ever be able to get the vehicle. He kind of dropped off the map. I, had peop- I was talking to people maybe going out there and looking at the vehicle for me. It's a uh, Indianapolis is a long way from Santa Cruz where I'm at, but I was willing to make the the journey and go get it. And I didn't hear anything from Bob. Unfortunately, I'm obsessed with these vehicles and I will get my hands on them. I promise you that. Now, we're going to have a big costume contest later in the show. You're going to win fabulous prizes. I'm very excited for that. But before we get there, I do want to say this. If you love the Bob Hickman stuff, if you love Bob Hickman, we have the only official Bob Hickman t-shirt available. You can get it on our store, potawful.shop is the link, potawful.shop. It's God entered my body like a body, same size. In heaven, one size fits all. It's the only shirt like this. Grab it in the store, potawful.shop. You can support the show. We don't run ads on this show. We don't have sponsors or anything. We sell some merch. We've got some bonus content, and uh, we make the best stuff on the internet. So I hope you'll go grab it. By the way, Bob loves the t-shirt, so potawful.shop. And if you need to know anything else about Bob before we move on, don't worry. He has his own website, okay? You can find it at, and this is not a joke, analsextoday.blogspot.com. Yes, that is the link. And it says at the top here, God fondled me, attacks me, rips my face, squeezes my dick, appears and says, commit suicide. And nearly every single photo on here of Bob, he's fully nude. It says, can a sexy body create opportunity for you? There you've got the scream mask. He's in his scary haunted basement. I'm fairly positive. I actually can't show you any more of this. Uh, If I scroll down even a little bit, he's probably fully nude. Let's just, let's get safe here for a second. Let's take a look. Okay, he turned to the side. This one's actually safe. It's called Mr. Fondles is the new name of God. (laughs) Mr. Fondles. It was the pee-pee guy. Now it's Mr. Fondles. That one's safe. Let's see if we can scroll down one more. Is there anything to worry about here? Nope, you can look at this one. This is YouTube. A butt is not nudity, especially not a side profile of a butt. What do they say in the chat room? Satan's fat. Yeah, he does call himself that. 
It's in my bookmarks, says JC. You've already got analsextoday.blogspot.com. God made Bob gay. He does claim that. All right, let's blur this one more time because I'm a little scared here. And, uh, oh, yeah, sure enough. Sure enough, you can't see. I'm sorry. I cannot unblur this one because he turned just a little bit extra in that one. Here's one. I have to go take a drug screen for a new job. This was October 22nd. So this is the trucking. Oh, yeah. Cannot unblur this one. There's something right here in the middle that you just cannot see. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Anyway, that is located over at analsextoday.blogspot.com. Let's unblur that for you folks. And that is our Bob coverage for this awful ween. Hope you enjoyed it. Now, there's another goon that I'm sure is on everyone's minds when Awful Ween rolls around. If you've been watching the show long enough, you know a guy by the name of Spooky Charles. I'm the bringer of the law, motherfucker. Luke 12, 2. Peace. Spooky Charles is a classic goon, but unfortunately, we scared him off the internet for good in an old episode. I'm sorry, Spooky Charles. Here's what happened. Um, I pretended to be a woman named Laura Craft Bay Oneida, and he believed that I was her in all these emails. It was a seven-month prank. I suggest you go back and watch those episodes that's about that because they're incredible. It's truly a seven-month-long prank on this one man. He fell for the whole thing. I convinced him that Laura died of coronavirus, and then he was talking to her late husband or her widower i suppose dan oneda and he made this video as a result we've shown this before but uh you know it's awful ween let's take a look it says stop this video and read the description so this is all about him trying to contact the spirit of laura now i've i've sped this up by double on youtube that's the highest i can go he slows all his videos way down so hopefully we can hear something i'm speaking to the spirit by the name of Laura. Speaking to the spirit of the name of Laura, he says. This is, by the way, his last video. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. Laura. Laura Craft Bay Oneida. Your husband, Dan. Your husband, Dan. By the way, all of his... Would like to see you. Paranormal investigations happen inside his bathroom. Present your soul, your light. Oh, and there it was. Did you see it? Laura's ghost went by. That was something. That was something, he said. So here he does it again. Spirit by the name of Laura. If you wish to be seen, please make yourself known. Whoa. There she is, I guess. He sees her in his mirror. That's her face. And again, she was me. I'm Laura. (laughs) There's no Laura. It's just me. So he fell for it. Unfortunately, Spooky Charles is completely gone from the internet. So I had to start looking up new ghost hunters. Uh, you know, every awful ween, I try to get some sort of ghost hunter on the show or do something with ghost hunting. I love ghost hunting. My dad loves watching those ghost hunting shows. And it turns out this guy that we pranked a few weeks ago, his name is Teddy, Ted Van Son. He does this little podcast and he's talking about bullying on the podcast. I show up. He's got a little kid on the show. We find out after the fact 
he's a ghost hunter. And so we've been looking into that, but there was something else we had to look into as well with Ted. You know, with these ghost hunting shows, I was showing you guys on a recent episode with Ted, Ted was on a ghost hunting show called Paranormal Survivor. Then we discover, though, something else is afoot. Now, I didn't know this, but apparently Ted is paranormal. And what that means, apparently, this is was taught to me. I didn't know anything about this. Apparently, that's the P in the LGBTP community, the paranormal. Ted is a paranormal man. He hangs with a company of paranormal men. You know, he's a confirmed paranormal bachelor. He hangs out with paranormal bears at bars. But he had this little kid on his stream with him. Let me just show you this. Just to give you an idea who Ted is, this is one of his podcast called talk with teddy and he's got a bunch of drag queens on with probably him. he probably would yeah perfect that, size that's teddy okay uh, does she just say perfect size got into my body like a body my perfect size said when you were singing ted the ped they're saying i don't know what that means you mean does he ride a bike too he said sing it girl oh all right, so <clears throat> we have a lot of other people that have popped up over here, so I'm going to try and get to them real qu- quick. Uh, I almost said clit. Did you hear that? I, no, oh, I but now I oh. know. My <laughs> <laughs> goodness, it's mature. Oh, my God. So here he is with two horrific, you know, library story time drag queens. We started doing our own paranormal investigation into Ted. We wanted to find out, is it true what people are saying about him? After he had this little kid on his show and our paranormal investigation turned up a lot of evidence. We haven't called the boys on him yet, but I thought of something. He's been on more paranormal TV shows. I assume they come on Logo or Bravo Network or something. I don't know. I don't watch these shows. Again, my dad's into them. Maybe we need to paranormally investigate him. He was on another show. Uh, This one is called. Let's take a look at this. Ghost Nation. He was on Ghost Nation episode 10, and he's like an expert that they deal with. Let's see if there are any paranormal clues in this episode. Let's take a look. Episode 10, Ghost Nation. Next, on Ghost Nation. I can't sleep. We're living in a nightmare. We found some things that don't make sense. There he is. That's Ted right there. Little girl having a conversation with a dead girl. So he's already talking about a little girl. And this is something we found in our last investigation. Ted only deals in ghosts of children or ghosts that terrorize children. In fact, one of the episodes he was on was called When Kids Are Attacked or something like that. Now, that was strange. Well, we'll take a look at that again. They're going to recap all this. Stuff. These springs have a limestone, pyrite, quartz. The creek runs right behind the house. Boys, stand down and stand by, they say in the chat room. Comment of the night so far, Petrie Bobble. Water can conduct energy. Could help fuel any activity. And if there's water there, the willow rod will find it. Remember, grab your costumes, an amazing costume contest later. Oh, right down. Right there. It was rumored to be part of the Underground Railroad. I saw him a little. Okay, so now we've got the Underground Railroad involved in all of this. Never saw that coming. Little African-American girl in a white dress, hiding. This red line right here is Underground Railroad. It ran right through here. No way. Amelia? You don't have to hide anymore. So now they're searching for a little girl. And nobody's going to take you away. It's almost like it's missing legs. Manifests right in front of our eyes. They do get a ghost on camera on this episode, by the way. Like, 
You want to talk about spook? I mean, we are an awful ween. On awful ween, we believe in this stuff. There is something unexplained in this episode, but we don't care about that at all. We're only here to paranormally investigate Ted. He's on camera. Amelia, there can you touch me? Oh, wait, hang on a second. What did he just say? Right in front of our eyes on camera. Amelia, can you touch me? Amelia, can you touch me? He's talking to the little girl. Ted, no, don't, don't do it, Ted, no. I can touch you, Ted. Or I can touch you. I'm actually good with either one. There is something else in this house. Make some sort of a noise. Let us know you're here with us. We are these a community are of guys. searchers. This is what the show family is under attack. Are these we guys? are Ghost Nation. <laughs> That's all I need. They say in the chat room. There you go. Calling the boys. Boys no longer standing down. <laughs> in Brookendale, New York, to take on another pressing case. This one involves a property owner and his tenant. They each claim they've had several paranormal encounters in the house, and the activity has become so terrifying that the tenant wants to move out. Now, keep in mind, we're going to meet these property owners, and when they say they've had paranormal encounters in their house, I feel like, you know, it might be some egg stain level stuff to catch my drift. While this case is brand new to us. I can't bring up, by the way, YouTube took down two videos of mine, struck me and took down two videos of mine with a certain pizza related thing in the title. So from now on, we're going to be referring to that event, that thing. You know, when we walk through that gate, we're going to refer to that as paranormal Paranormal. so if you want to find any of the episodes that are still left i will eventually be changing those to the title of paranormal okay the location i know all too well beautiful wow yeah i mean when we were kids we'd come up this way just to go swimming it's nice to have this in your backyard you know yeah it sure is but let's keep going this waterfall isn't just a memorable spot for me. It's also where we're going to meet up with a member of the Ghost Nation who brought us this case. Good to see you again. Yeah, nice to see oh, you again. Local paranormal investigator, Ted Van Son. And a member of the Ghost Nation. So why did you want to meet here? These fr- Gotta catch them all because he's Danny Phantom. Springs have a lot of minerals on them. Mm. Everything from limestone, pyrite, quartz. Six Mile Creek runs right behind the house. So Ted's theory here is that water carries ghosts. I think I saw a goddamn ghost. You think it has to do with the house's haunting? Exactly. In the paranormal field, there is a theory that running water could possibly fuel activity. So what's going on with this case? David, who was renting this house from the owner, Chris, reached out to me and my team because he was having a lot of problems. His mom is older. She had seen something she wasn't sure about. It scared her. It scared him. So two fellas living in a house with one of their moms. Now, I'm doing a little bit of paranormal mathematics here. Take out your own telestrators. We'll actually see it for ourselves in just a second, though. So we went to their house. We did the investigation. And we found some interesting stuff, things that don't make sense. So what kind of activity are they having going on at this house? There's multiple things being seen. Full body apparitions. A little African-American girl. (laughs) Little African-American girl. I like how the full body apparition has no race, but the little, you know, she's, um... It's the ghost of a, uh, how do I even say this? It's like a, it's like a black, black, black. She's like black, black. She's like a black girl. You know, she's like a, 
Some guy with a sickle? Man with a sickle. Man with a sickle. What race? Doesn't matter. Doesn't, who cares about history? But the little girl, she's black. Sickle. Kind of creepy. Right, right out of a horror movie. The biggest thing was the video. That- Those are ghost rules. Ghost rule number 12. If a ghost is of a black person, which is very rare, because it turns out you can't become a ghost if you've, um, if you go to hell. No, <laughs> I, no, I'm sorry. That was, I didn't even know where I was going with that one. But one of the actual ghost rules is if it's a black ghost, you have to refer to it as a black or African-American ghost. It was captured of a little girl having a conversation with a dead girl that actually said, I touched you. Yeah. Now listen to this. This is crazy, okay? This is where you really got to pay attention. So there's a real little girl here, and for some reason, in this house where two older men and one of their moms live together, for some reason, there's a little girl in this house. Now, they don't have any children of their own. It's never explained who this little girl is. But Okay, let's see. Am I streaming again? Let me know if I'm streaming again. Something incredibly paranormal just happened. I'm not kidding. This is the strangest thing that maybe has happened in a while when it comes to all the tech screwing up on this show. We've had this computer break down on me before, but I finally thought I found the issue. I changed things around. What just happened is unlike anything I've ever experienced. Not only did the computer completely freeze up, but when I started it back again, it no longer recognized my camera. It no longer recognized all the screens in here. Every preset was gone. This video I couldn't find anywhere. It acted like I had never even had this video open. This video may be haunted. I may have said something I shouldn't have said about the ghost of Amelia. I don't know. What are they saying? Wait. Scripted. Was it African American? We're back. They're saying we are back in the chat room. This is not a joke. What just happened? I have not had the computer freeze on me in over a month at least. It might be multiple months now. Anybody who's been watching can attest to this. This problem went away when I fixed just one thing. I just took out one monitor, and it fixed everything. And now here we are again. And I'll tell you this. I was worried about this happening during this show because this show is the biggest show of the year. And I put so much effort and energy into this one. And I knew all this positive energy I was pouring into such an evil, evil, paranormal topic may awaken something that I went to extra precautions, not a joke, extra precautions to try to prevent this exact thing from happening tonight. And here we are. It has happened. Now, I don't know where I left off with you guys. We were playing this video. I'm sorry. There's no way for me to know now. Uh, I think they were about to. I don't know what the last thing you heard me say is, but I think we were about to see the video of the little girl talking to the ghost. And again, just as a reminder, this is a household with two adult men who do not have children, and they have a child inside their house and a hidden camera going. Let's take a look one more time and see if it works this time. Station with a dead girl that actually said, I touched you. David is beside himself. Who does David feel is behind the activity? He's really not sure. But I needed some help, so I figured who better to call? Let's get over there. So the little girl says, Amelia, are you down here? If you're here, touch me. 
And then you hear a voice, which could just be off camera, you don't know, say, I touched you. And now here's Ted again. Talk with Dave and uh, find out what's going on. Perfect. Can you ride with us, Ted? Sure. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, we're back this way. So if the theory that running water over rocks does help generate any activity, you've got, what, 150 plus waterfalls in the area? Yeah, if that theory's real. Underground, endless water, springs. No, water can't create energy, but it can conduct energy. I mean, it could help fuel oh, okay. any activity, and you're not sure if there's any... <laughs> Ted's just sitting in the back seat of this car as these guys are talking, just looking at them like, uh... Y'all still need me, or... Big aquifers or anything under this house, correct? Is there any part of this where we're going to touch the little black ghost, or... Right. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. There's no way to know. Take yeah, the me, I'm also a ghost hunter, me too. This left right up here. The tenant, David, is unsure what could be causing the paranormal activity at the house. <sighs> I have a feeling I know. But we'll Boys. definitely take into account Ted's theory that the mineral springs in the area could be making the activity more intense. So let's meet the homeowners. Right, guys. And I do mean homeowners. Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. There they are. Finding out who or just what. Just two adult guys, just bros living together. Just two 52-year-old bros living with one another. What is behind the paranormal encounters here will be our priority as we dive headfirst into this investigation. And I bet they will go head first. By the way, this guy's last name, one of the homeowners' last name is Tori DeFreshville. That's his entire last name. Tori, hi, I'm Tori DeFreshville. My name is Jason Tori DeFreshville. Hi, nice to meet you. Charmed, I'm sure. Well, thanks for having us out. Thank you for coming. Thank you for going. Chris, before David started having these experiences, did you have any activity prior to him moving in? I was here by myself in the middle of the winter, tiling, and caught somebody in the corner of my eye walking. Okay, so one of the guys saw somebody. Walk. The home was built in 1850, and it used to be a farmhouse. All ghosts are from 1850. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Every ghost is from the middle of the 1800s. You never see a ghost from... Rome, you know, or just some old African ghost who's like just eating dirt. I acquired the house back in Boo. in 2010 and started renovation. While I was renovating the home, I had an incident. At the top of the steps, I saw a woman with a white dress walk by. After I finished the renovations, decided to rent the home out. About 2014, David moved in. Oh, he's just renting a room. That's all that's going on, Mom. Mom, that's all that I'm doing. I'm just renting this room for you and me to live in. Has nothing to do with this other man here. I needed a place that had... It's me, David Tory DeFreshville. <laughs> Isn't it weird that all of Ted's haunting stuff, it's always like guys living together. And it's always child ghosts. Where? Oh, how come he knows so many men that live with dead children? A first floor bedroom and bathroom. Because my mom, she's had a couple heart attacks. 
and, I, and I'm I know I'm 52, but I live with my mom. I can't put her in a home or anything. I mean, that would be crazy. I wanted her to be with me. I can't I can't do that to another Tory DeFreshville. But things escalated in this house pretty much the day we moved in. We put and my mom I said downstairs. to him, I said, you should build an elevator so things stop escalating. There's in the living room ah. and made it a bedroom. The very first night that we were in the house, there was a man standing. And I was like, thank you. Sweetie, thank you so much. Right next to her bed, staring down at her. That's not good. She woke up screaming at the top of her lungs. I run in her bedroom and I look, there's no one in there. Please come Another back. thing I've Please seen in the living room. Back. I see a woman start to come out of the wall. Okay, now that's I'm spooky. frozen in fear. She comes out walking down the hallway and went through the wall and she just disappears. Okay, now see, now that's spooky and there's nothing. I mean, how can you, if you saw a lady come out of a wall, that's not possible. That's a ghost. That, those are ghost rules. That scared the hell out of me. I believe all the activity that's going on in my home could be a previous owner, Hester Marion, who passed away on the property. What is that accent? I've experienced so much activity in the house. Oh my God, I love all the activity I've been experiencing. Oh my God. I went and I put up a camera in the kitchen. One day I was baby- Oh, that, that's why, oh no, that's why I put a camera in the kitchen. Uh, there's also one in the toilet, but don't worry, that was a different thing. I Oh, I had to, the doctor told me to install that one. He's hitting a family friend. She's a little girl, nine years old. Okay, it's, and a she's it's always a family. Why do these guys always have family friends with children coming over? <sighs> guys, I, listen, I know you think you got a friend. Be careful. You know? Baking cake. And she started asking the ghost to poke her. And all of a sudden, I heard... A distinct voice. Okay. Go, yeah, I touched you. Okay. Now, where was the other guy when this was happening? Yeah, yeah, you're still down here. If you all touch me, I feel you. Yeah, I touch you. Oh, yeah, I touch you. I couldn't believe what I just heard. The upstairs master bedroom. Me, as David Tory DeFreshville, I was like, no, sir. No. Excuse me, Mr. Ghost. No, sir. You're going to have to leave, okay? As I don't care what fabulous prizes you have. A lot of activity in it. A lot of fabulous I prizes. saw a little African-American girl in a black. She was black. White dress. Hi white dress. Oh, she's going to a P. Diddy party. She's got this look on her face. She just looks upset. And Biggie then she smalls. just vanished. Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Another time in the hallway, I saw her again, and she just starts dancing. And then I was like, oh, you go, girl. Oh, that looks good. Where'd you learn how to, where'd you get moves like that? And she just vanished. My mother calls a little ghost girl, Amelia. But because that was the name of my mother's slave when she was a child. Probably the thing that scared me the most. There was a man, he had a black hat holding a Bible in one. A black hat? Oh, wait, a hat. Hand. And in his other hand, he has a sickle. Sickle? 
<laughs> and the other hand, he has a sickle. Sucker! And he was standing above me, just staring at me. And then all of a sudden, he started screaming. <laughs> I've never been so scared in my life. No! It's really good. We have a retarded ghost. Concerning because David is taking care of his elderly mom. She told me that all the ghost activity scared her. Well, sure. I mean, the situation in this house feels dire for my mom and me. I can't have my mom live like this. Right now, I feel like we're living in a nightmare. So that's why we brought Ted to fix things. What's the most recent activity you've experienced? Um, the most recent was the growling upstairs, like a big dog. Okay. There was growling at the other place Ted investigated, too. What's this book here for? I think Ted's just going in these places, doing these things. I keep a log because there's so much activity. This man checked the logs. Will you be able to leave this with us? Yeah, absolutely. But well, what are you hoping that we're able to accomplish here for you? The biggest thing is I just want it to stop. I can't, sure. can't sleep. And I'm really concerned about my mom. We're going to do everything we can to try to get to the bottom of what's going on here. Thank you so much, you guys. Oh my God, this is like such a relief. You're finally fixing everything for me by being some other guys inside the house. You know, when I was looking at the ghosts, I was like, ah, but now that you're here, thanks. For the next week, David and his mother will be moving out of their rented home. This guy has autism, by the way. Do you hear that autism lilt? For the next week. While we investigate. We investigate. That's who you want on the case. We're going you to position our cameras in all the paranormal hotspots. And really, you don't want to just use the network of security cams already set up? There's a lot of them. Got a lot of equipment to start getting set up. Yes, we do. We'll put a camera on the upstairs landing and in the hallway where the apparition of an African-American girl has been encountered. And just put one inside my, my dresser drawer, okay? Right at the top one where the underwear are. We'll also position one in the living room where the spirit of a man was seen standing near a bed and a female apparition was witnessed walking through the wall. We'll place one in the kitchen where David's camera captured a voice saying, yeah, I touched you. And another camera in the master bedroom where growling was heard and the apparition of a man holding a sickle was seen. Paranormal types are always trying to get to the bottom. It's <laughs> in the chat room. That's a good one. With so many claims in this house, we have a lot of work to do tonight. Jay and I are going to start at the monitors while Tango and Ted investigate the kitchen. Tango. One of these guys is named Tango. Well, listen, it takes two. These guys have three guys, though. This is where David's camera caught an EVP. Yeah, yeah, are you still down here? If you all touch me again, I feel Yeah, I touch you. All right, I'll get this recorder going. Let's see what we can get. Okay, so Ted's excited. Now the real ghost hunters are here. Let's see if maybe we can find a real ghost for once. Is anybody here? Ted just looking completely useless. They don't even need him. We know that there's a little girl that has been seen. They call her Amelia. We know that's not your real name. Can you tell us who you are? Now watch this. This is incredible. I'm only playing it this long to show you what's about to happen here. Because they get rid... Ted is so useless to them. They get rid of him. They keep mentioning him like, oh, Ted's coming. Oh, Ted will be here. We're waiting for Ted to get here. 
And then you never see him again in the episode. But watch this one little part right here. If you're down here, can you touch me? Okay. <laughs> bring in the boys. Bring in the boys. Bring in the boys. Come get them, boys. I don't care if it's a ghost. If she's already dead. Listen, I get it. 1850, she's like 100 and... Seventy years old. She's one hundred and seventy years old technically, but the boy still got. When you start asking a little girl to come touch you, something is going on. We don't need to watch the rest of that one. I pulled up Ted's IMDb though, because I could have sworn he was on another episode of that show Paranormal Survivor that we watched last time. Do you remember that one? Um, here it lists him as being on three episodes. We only watched two, and I tried to find him on this third episode. He's nowhere in there, so he's lying about his own credits on IMDb, and I kind of wanted to get to the bottom of that a little bit more, so I actually have a pretty cool special surprise for you guys. You'll remember when we watched Paranormal Survivor last time, um, in it, they do dramatic recreations of events. And in one of their dramatic recreations, they had a guy playing Ted. And we were taking a look at the entire events of that, watching the actor. And it was funny because the guy playing Ted looked nothing like Ted. Let's take a look. Oops, that's the wrong thing entirely. Ha 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 ha. Thanks, computer. I told you, it has completely forgotten all previous setups. Is this the right one? Nope. Same fucking thing. Thank you, computer. There we go. Okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> Ghosts, please. I'm trying to do a show. Can you just give me a break? Let's take a look at the last time we watched Paranormal Survivor for just a second. This is supposed to be Ted. I mean, take a good look at the dramatic reenactor of Ted. This is... <laughs> Now, one, he's chosen to be bald. This is a guy who has bicked his hair. He has also got a full, nice beard. He's very thin. Remember, on the episode of Talking with Teddy or whatever it was called that I was on, Ted told me he's 300 pounds. I could lift this little guy over top of my head. I mean, they're, they're taking some real liberties with their dramatic reenactors here. Ted looking svelte. That's a sick leather jacket, bro. Well, wait a second on that. When I first met Valerie, um, her emotions were pretty wrecked. She so there's Ted. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Rizzo, uh, actor, voiceover artist. Anything, any other titles I should give for you? I work on all kinds of things, uh, creative, uh, writing, yeah. Um, even uh, design stuff, a lot of freelance design stuff. Well, strange. I'm sure this is strange, but uh, for my audience, best known for playing Ted Van Son in the dramatic recreations on the show Paranormal Survivor. Um, yeah. So I, I thought I could maybe start this off because this is kind of for a Halloween show, Steve. I thought I'd maybe start this off by asking, do you believe in the paranormal? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, um, yeah. Are you a paranormal kind of guy? No, no, I just think there's, uh, more to 
reality, more to everything than we're probably aware. And uh, mm. yeah, I don't know like where like where paranormal falls into that. I just think mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there, there's more out there that we're not aware of, and paranormal activity might fall right into that. So you're not necessarily a part of the paranormal community, but you. You have seen. I can dig it. You can dig it. Okay, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Now, as far as this uh, specific role you played, y- y- obviously, you know, I- I've done um, sort of background work and things like that before. I've been an extra, and I've had sort of like featured roles in things before, and so I, I kind of know how this st- sort of stuff goes. But when it comes, I-, I have a friend who did a lot of these sort of dramatic recreation thing. Oh yeah, and I'm. I don't know a ton about that part aspect of it. So let me ask this. When it comes to this dramatic recreation thing, like I assume is there something put out there that says we're seeking this, we're seeking a guy that looks like this or that you know has these features um, or what is it? Yeah, so when they do uh casting for those kind of uh shows that are based on on real people, they do um to a degree, they, they want to kind of like match yeah. uh, a look or a feel. They, they usually like start with that because there's a, at least here, there's a, there's a huge pool of actors to choose from. I was non-union when I did that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, yeah, that one specifically, I don't know what landed me that one. Um, I was, it was great to do. I was happy to do. I was glad to do those couple of episodes. Of course. And uh, yeah, they, that, yeah, that one, that one's got a lot of people like, uh, yeah, watch that one. It's all over the place. Yeah. You and you mentioned you were on there twice. You played Ted twice, and mm. so for the second time, did they just call you back up and were like, "Hey, he's back on again. We need you again." Yeah, yeah. It was oh, okay. That simple. Um, there was like, I didn't know at the time it was going to be uh, recurring that way. So uh, when I when I did the first one, so yeah, it was a pleasant surprise, and I was all for it, of course. Uh, that's awesome. So so back to the the question of like, did you see? Did you see a picture of Ted? Did they show you Ted? Did you see his interviews or anything beforehand? Or did they just give you a basic, like, here's what we want you to do? You didn't even know who you were playing, really? Yeah, no, there um, wasn't any of that at the time, because all that stuff would have been, um, not all, like, there's probably a good portion of the interviews and things that were uh, shot between or after when I did my shoot. No, they, um, there was a, a script, I think, and um, I mean, obviously, by the time we shot, there was a script, um, and it is, it, with dramatizations, um, the director, at least in, in these cases, it was very uh, shotgun style yeah. on the go. They're just trying to get um, it done. Yeah, yeah. So they, they know the story they were trying to tell, and they know, uh, like, the dramatizations, like, the blocking was all there, like, uh, in the script, sort of. Um, so on the day we just, we go there, we fill it out, uh, do a few different things, had a lot of fun with it. And, uh, yeah, it's really shotgun style, at least on, on yeah. that particular series. Yeah. I've heard so that. that. Feel, I've heard that you know. with the several shows that do dramatizations like that. It's usually pretty, you know, on the fly kind of, let's get this yeah, thing yeah, done. For sure. Um, but so you're playing this guy, Ted, he's sort of an infamous guy. If you know anything about the paranormal, um, with, when it comes to paranormal investigations, and you know it's funny to me because to me you don't really look anything like Ted. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like I mean, you uh, saw you saw him after the fact. You I, saw the I episode. Did after the fact. Yeah. Is so, there? I mean, that's why with that one, I feel like there was some other quality that they. <laughs> well, that's what I. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I'm I'm gonna come back to that. That what is that other quality they were looking for? Because I was wondering 
if it was the same thing. It sounds to me like maybe it's not. But, I mean, with this dramatization thing, I think it's pretty common that in dramatizations, the person playing you looks like Hollywood you, you know, whatever it might be. I think maybe you are the Hollywood version, but Ted's a a big fella. He's 300 pounds. He's, he's, you know, you're shaving your head. He's just sort of, you just kind of lose it. Like there's a, there's a clear difference between the two. Is there any part of you that sees that after the fact and you're like, do they think I look like this or? (laughs) I mean, uh, probably I did at the time. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Because a lot of those casting calls, yeah, the first thing you see on the breakdown is like, description of what they look like right but okay i guess there, do you, there's do you, a point where like it doesn't matter could you give me like even just the, i'm sure you don't remember but like the most basic breakdown of like what it might have said that the role oh, called uh, for yeah probably like uh middle-aged balding <laughs> uh you know or just bald like this and then yeah uh it, it would have said that stuff for sure yeah, yeah. Um, they wouldn't have wanted to match uh you know white with white of course right um but other than that, yeah, that that's and especially now and back then, this was like 2015. Uh, there wasn't that hyper uh, awareness and sensitivity to, to that sure. stuff. But yeah, like, I would say Caucasian. Match. Yeah, they were good. Always good about that. Um, yeah. Just matching gender and the uh, ethnicity, of course. Of course, of course. Yeah, that. I yeah. mean, that with dramatization, maybe that's the only thing they're ever trying to get oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely know cases though where people they've admitted to me because they know they like, they really have only gotten the role because they were just lookalikes, like complete doppelgangers. And in some cases, that's all it takes. Sometimes it's just people who have qualifications. I did another dramatization, really gory. There was uh, paramedics involved. There's an actor who's a paramedic, and I mean, like that's in a dramatization. That's perfect. That's He's there on the fly. He's adding, he's ad-libbing, you know what I mean? It's making, he's adding that credibility right. to it, right? Um, I didn't add any credibility to anything I ever worked on. <laughs> that's just how some people, you know, they get Well, maybe, that maybe that was that je ne sais quoi they needed with Ted. Um, <laughs> I, well, so, so coming back to that, now, as far as your wardrobe, did you have to provide the wardrobe or did they provide you wardrobe? On that one, I think it was a bit of a mix. Yeah. There were there was a wardrobe department. I because uh, I, I, I I'll let me I'll, let me just say this. I noticed you were wearing like the leather jacket, so, like you look good. You looked apart, but it also kind of looked like maybe that's just you. You know what I mean? Whereas <laughs> I exactly I know that. Ted to some degree, and he like he I don't think he's got that leather jacket. You know I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever probably walked into a place where it's like pitch black. He's got the the blue flashlight going, yeah, you know. I mean, obviously that's all. It is a dramatization after all. But I was wondering with the leather jacket, did they say bring in a leather jacket? This seems like a leather kind of guy. Um, I don't think so with that one. Um, I, I could, I could, I can't, I could be mistaken. The thing is. Yeah, that was my jacket. I wore that jacket yeah. everywhere all the time. I, I think, uh, especially because you know, at, at the time they're doing a lot. Of, I was doing a lot of non-union stuff. Um, when I'd show up to set, they're like, "Oh yeah, you look great." <laughs> this yeah, yeah. Is fine, right? That's what happens uh, to me all the ones time. Like, you're totally, yeah, wardrobe though or whatever. But uh, there's, I think it, it was, yeah, it was that jacket. I think it's made a few appearances in some other. Uh, <laughs> okay, sure. I was wondering that. Yeah, I get that same thing uh, when I show up. It, it, they always say like, "Here's what we want you to wear," and I just wear whatever I wear, and they be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, yeah, fine, exactly." They, I mean, 
they have to outfit you if they, you know, if you're wearing logos or something like that. Right, like, right, right. You know, of course, you're have to get rid of it. Of course, uh, whatever. But uh, yeah, I never did that. The, I was always good. By like, the one thing that stood out to me though that I wondered if they, if there was a, maybe a conversation about, or maybe this got you the part somehow, was you do have the eyebrow piercing, mm-hmm. and you had it in the episodes. Yeah, probably and, did. Yeah. And to my knowledge, Ted does not have an eyebrow piercing, but it's very, it's like. <laughs> It's very noticeable, especially in that sort of low light setting where flashlights are going off. You know, you see it kind of reflect. Yeah. And did anybody say anything to you about it? Or do you think maybe it helped get you the part? Um, so that and the beard are always these uh, weird variables. Um, at that time, actually, it was, uh, well, not the piercing, but the, but the beard was like a thing that was uh, on and off all the time. And like, I, I have, anyways, I had commitments. But about the piercing, um, they probably just liked it. That happened to me. There's a lot of shoots where they're like, unless I was doing like a period thing, I've almost never period things and playing police officers. Of course, pretty much exclusive things where I've had to take it off. Everyone it. else either don't notice it or they're just like, no, oh, yeah, that works. You know what I mean? Uh, I would always when I go to auditions, I always tell them that the beard and the piercing are optional. Sometimes they're worried that the piercing is going to leave the little hole marks behind, and there's. Yeah, those two things have always uh, yeah, been yeah. constant considerations, yeah. I kind of, I looked at it and I was like, well, Ted doesn't have that. But then I thought, well, if they're doing Hollywood Ted, you know, if they're doing, sure. if they're doing like the, the, the dramatic version of him, I could maybe yeah. see the eyebrow piercing um, because I think that kind of goes with the character. But I don't, I mean, do you know much about this guy that you played at all or? Um, I would have. I think, at, like at the time, I didn't realize he was um, this, uh, you know, outstanding person in, in this field. I would have just tried to learn a little bit about um, the character at the time, not even realizing, um, you know, that he was much bigger than just this episode. I didn't realize there was any following. No, I didn't know the extent of uh, his notoriety or anything. No. Well. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's strange because the notoriety it's almost it's really an infamy at this point. Yeah. And I don't I, you know I saw him, you know it's I, I'm laughing cuz of the uh the whole jacket thing and that he doesn't seem like the type and he's been on these on at least one other uh paranormal type show and um the name of which is escaping me at the moment it, you know ghost something. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. And, but this is one that does not do recreations. They're in the field doing it. And in that one, oh. he's he's just wear he's wearing like a baseball cap. He's wearing just a plain black shirt. It's like it couldn't be more opposite than the way they <laughs> they um showed it. But while it's kind of funny to laugh at, there is the um you know, I wonder in these situations where an actor like yourself ends up playing one of these characters, you know, I already asked you, did you have that feeling of do I really look like this? When something comes out about the person you've played after the fact, and now you've played this, and it's something so you know potentially heinous about them, is that something that might weigh heavily on your mind? Like, do you ever do you ever wonder, like, will people associate you with this sort of thing um, when it comes to playing a real person like that? Um. I can say that up until now in my career, it hasn't really been a big consideration. Right. I guess uh, in some context, there's, uh, you know, 
it depends on the scale of it, of the, the heinous uh, act in question, and um, just how far reaching this whatever piece of media that I'm on, you know, is, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, up until now, it hasn't, it hasn't concerned me. Right, right. Because the uh, with Ted, I've, I don't know if you know the story about Ted or what's going on, but he and uh, this is why he, you know, he's he's well known. Like you said, he's well known in his in the paranormal community. Let's call well, it. Yeah, as I'm learning. Yeah, and um, he unfortunately because of the investigation on him, it's come out that there's potentially impropriety with children. Um, and nothing confirmed yet, but it is, you know, it's looking paranormal. And people are wondering if, uh, what this will mean for, you know, episodes of shows like that. And I assume you, you probably get residual for that if they show that or anything or no. No, I have zero connection to the show other than the day I was shooting. Oh, uh, because you were non union. Like yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a low budget day. Uh, I yeah, got you. I got you. You know, there's yeah. big fan. Like, like you said, I believe you mentioned this at the beginning of the interview. Uh, there are people who are big fans of this stuff, and they keep track of that kind of thing. And like you said, you didn't know how big this, you know, uh, just this little tiny shoot like that would be. But this is something. I mean, people pirate these episodes. They put them on YouTube. They trade them around. Like. There's a huge community around this stuff, sort of like a dark web underground kind of thing when it comes to the paranormal community. And so, I, yeah, I just, it, 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 I wondered like when, when an actor has to play something like that and then it comes out after, obviously, I think if you had known going in who you were playing and the potential outrage it could cause, I don't, you probably wouldn't have taken that role, right? No, that would have been an easy one to turn down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then after the now knowing this, and I didn't realize you didn't know until just now, but now knowing this, what? How do you feel about something like that? Well, um, well, that's obviously that that's awful. Uh, the thing is, the um, when I said that, like uh, people know about. The, the, like I meant the, the show, you know what I mean? Like I didn't realize Ted, until now, learning from you that Ted was sort of a big deal in that community. I had a lot of people in my network, social networks, and friends that reach out like, "Hey, I saw you on that show." It wasn't uh, I didn't didn't know anything about Ted's uh, infamy, like you said. Certainly nothing about this impropriety. And uh, yeah, knowing that now, obviously it sours that a lot. Like that whole. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, that's, uh, it's just a shame, I guess. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, but I, I will say this, I mean, on the positive note in those episodes, when, you know, you came back, you played them again and everything, um, you did a great job and, uh, it really did bring a, a drama to that. Um, the first, do you remember the name of the first episode you were on? The oh, not off the top of my head, no. It would probably be on IMDb, though, yeah. I, I believe... I, I looked it up. I, actually, I've, you know what? I've got the IMDb here. Um, It's called When Chill... It was called... Well, hang on a second. Now, this is... This is a lot, because this goes... I, I have two things open here. One of them is... um, 
you know, I had to pull to find you. I had to pull up the uh, IMDb page for this one, and I see it listed as two different names for the episode. So I'm not sure which one to go with here. Um, two different names. Yeah, you know, it's funny how it, it's it's worded differently on. So Ted has his own IMDb, which I have open here, and then and then, but on the listings for the episode. It actually comes up, let me type this in, Paranormal Survivor, and I believe that was season three, episode five or something like that. I believe that was it. Season three, episode five. And yeah, sure enough, there it is. Um, so, so Ted's IMDb lists it as when children attack. But the other name for it, at least on everything else that I can find, is um, Children Under Attack, which is a very different name. <laughs> I mean, it's a very different concept to those. Yeah. Um, I think it's actually called Children Under Attack because I believe it was... I believe it wasn't the concept of the first one that uh, it was a child being haunted. It was in a kid's room. Wasn't that the the one you were in like a child's bedroom yeah. and there was like a ghost in the corner and that's right yes the demon yeah. and all that kind of stuff so that's yeah that's right yeah I don't think it's when children attack <laughs> I guess yeah I, I, I obviously I had nothing to do with the uh, uh, oh yeah of course of course yeah I, I want yeah, let me ask you this though because uh, you probably know this better than me IMDb like this do you put in your own info are you able to do that like can you list your own stuff. Uh yeah yeah of course yeah uh, okay. I think you need a pro account to to make to add, change like anything in the database or add anything but uh, yeah you, people you can it's accessible for sure yeah gotcha gotcha so um were there it was only two episodes right yeah okay because it's it's strange he has himself listed in three different episodes so I was wondering if maybe there, you came back a third time. No, I didn't. Unless someone else came back a third time, there there was a point where OHM, the production company, had reached out to me more than once uh, after I joined the union. I'm unable to work on non-union stuff, so they may have had to find someone else for a third episode. It could have been that episode predated the ones I did. I, I you know I wasn't really aware of the history of any of it, so From either the... someone else played the role, or there was no dramatization of Ted in those ep- in that other episode, uh, but guess... he appeared. I suppose that's possible. Um, yeah, okay. I definitely only do remember. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. I just wanted to uh, figure that out before we wrap up this interview. Um, okay, so, uh, well, Steve, I mean, do you want to have any projects you're working on? Anything you want to tell people about before I let you go here? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm just- well, working a lot of hobbies right now. Nothing, nothing to plug though. Okay. Time, but, yeah. yeah. No, I understand. I people like to give their plugs. I thought I'd give you a chance here. I really appreciate the interview. I like uh, diving deep on these topics, and uh, you've yeah, been, uh, it was a pleasure. Thanks for reaching out. You've been really great. Thank you so much. Have a good one, man. All right, man. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve. Steve Rizzo, the actor who played Ted. A lot of people big frowning. In the chat room over that interview, they liked him too much. They wanted me to leave him alone. He agreed to do the interview. He knew what it was all about. 
Um, anyway, we'll have Steve back on sometime, I'm sure. I see, by the way, you don't need to alert me to this or anything. I see the fake Mr. Burgers, the impossible Mr. Burgers in the chat room. If he wants to call in, I'd love to have him call in, but don't give him any attention because that's not what Awful Ween's all about. I'll give him the chance if he wants to call in and talk this all out, but we got, we got future episodes to do on Mr. Burger, so don't give him your energy. I need that energy to keep this computer from crashing, and I might need a ghost hunter to figure all this out for me. Now, I can't trust Ted, obviously, so I've been doing some digging trying to find a ghost hunter, not a paranormal guy, just a ghost hunter who could maybe figure this stuff out for me. And I found an interesting paranormal team. They're based in Long Island, New York. They're called Flight. Let's take a look at their, um, their webpage here for a second. It's the, now what do they call themselves? The Fearless Long Island Ghost Hunting Team. Okay, this is paranormalflightteam.com. They've got a little audio thing here. Let's take a listen to this for a second. Wait a second. No, wait, hang on. I'm pretty sure that's just a Metallica song, so I'm going to stop playing that. But anyway, we've got Paranormal Flight here. They do Paranormal Investigators, What You Fear, We Face. Okay, so maybe they're like me. Maybe they investigate the paranormal like Ted. Um, they've got a Facebook. They've got an email address. Okay, they got this looks legit. They got a lot of stuff on here. Flight is a Long Island paranormal investigations team dedicated to helping those who are experiencing paranormal activity. We are a nonprofit team. Our team has a mix of, this is interesting, empaths, sensitives, and skeptics, as it is wise to have different opinions and views to conclude or debunk what may or may not be paranormal. If you need our assistance or would like to join us, please contact us. That's what it says here. Now, that was written in 2003. I assume they're still active, though. I mean, the website's still up. They must still be paying for it. Let's see what else. Oh, they've got a, a friends section. Okay, let's take a look at their friends section here and see what they're all about. Um, some sort of compute. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hang on a second. This can't be good. On their friends list, the second thing listed is revengeofthesis.com. Is that what I think it is? Is it actually? Wow, it really is. It's pizzagate.lgbt, revengeofthesis.com. I'm on their friends list. Okay, friend of a friend, maybe they'll do it. I mean, there you go. Here I am on that. Okay, all right. I think this is this could maybe work out. How do they know Revenge of the Sis? What, they say? No, wait a second. It can't be. Let's look at the team. <gasps> it is Tess, founder, lead investigator, auto writer, empath, Researcher, ladies and gentlemen, Tess is the sister of the bone muncher. Bone muncher, the living gay vampire. <laughs> bones in chat, protect yourself. Type bones in the chat or else he'll come to eat you. It's the bone muncher. He's here. Amscray. Wow, this is not a joke. The paranormal investigators I just looked up, it's the sister of Mer I I'm pretty sure, I'm almost positive, this is Mersh's sister. Are we getting bones in the chat? We need those bones to protect ourselves. We can't look into this further unless we know for a fact 
he won't munch our bones. Okay, we've got bones coming in the chat here. They're coming. They're coming. There they are. Bones in chat. Bones in chat. It's on a delay. All right. Let me just make sure. Now, I only know this. I was friends with Mersh on Facebook. And I remember seeing his sister comment on his post. And her name on Facebook was Tess. Let me just click through this thing here and see if this is the same Tess or not. <gasps> oh, no. Here's her Instagram. Tess Raven Sheely. It's her paranormal investigator, freedom fighter, race car driver, artist advocate Wiccan. Wait a second. Mersh? The, the, the alt-rights Mersh? The, the right-leaning conservative media um, I- imper- imperative of the new Xenotron Mersh? Christian man Mersh's sister is a Wiccan? She's not a 10, but she got the looks. I don't know what that means because I'm looking and boy, howdy. She's also got creepy dolls on her Instagram page. Oh no. Oh no. What is this? This can't be real. Here's a photo of her husband, and he has a goofy eyeball. I guess it runs in the family. Oh, my God. Nice day in the pool today, she says. Am I crazy, or is he looking at me in two different dimensions? He can see me both two-dimensionally and four-dimensionally and nothing in between. That's her. This is really her. Okay. Now I'm looking into this. I'm seeing some stuff, and I want to be clear about something. From what I've read here, apparently Mersh's sister Tess is not just a paranormal researcher, but she had a son who passed away, like an adult son. He was like 19 years old, according to what I'm seeing here in front of me. Now, I want to be very clear about something. I am not making fun of that. That is one of the worst things that could ever happen to somebody. Being a parent and losing a child, it's horrible. I would never make fun of that. But it does lead to the question, if you're a ghost hunter and an empath, why are you so sad all over your Instagram about losing your son? Can't you just... Talk to him whenever you want. Here he is, by the way. And in some of the photos of him, he also has a kooky eyeball. They're creepy and they're kooky. Mysteriously spooky. They're all together. Goo. Okay. Um, all right. Now, I make fun of her brother so much, it probably psychically hurts their entire Family. I mean, I do call him the bone muncher. But do you think she might be willing to help me in my paranormal investigations? I mean, there's something very strange going on with my computer right now. And then, of course, the Ted's... Listen, I've got the phone number right here. Okay, it's on my phone. They've got it on their website. Let me open up my phone here and get this number. Yeah, here it is on their business card. I'm going to give it a call. Now, there's no guarantee we get an answer. You know, it's a Friday night. I don't know what time it is over where she lives. I don't know where. I guess I assume she lives in Long Island. 
There's no guarantee for an answer, but I guess it couldn't hurt to see. This might also be an old number, but I would love to get somebody who, you know, I can trust. I know she's the real deal if she lists one of the friends of our show on her website. I feel like we can trust her. Let's see if we can get her to paranormally investigate something. Now, this might be an old number. We'll see what happens. Calling paranormal flight team member Tess Raven Sheely. Raven, really. I don't think Mersh mentions Jesse for fear of getting his family involved. This is an accident. I just... I'm sorry. Oh. But the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. <laughs> that seems about right. Okay. Well, we'll check in on the future and see if we can maybe get to the bottom of this. And maybe we could have her also investigate this whole goofy eyeball thing going on because something very mysteriously spooky going on there. But that's all right. We don't have to get her on the phone. It's all over for you now, Jesse. I told you not to bring family into this, says Andy's random edit. Are you in charge of this, Jesse? I'm going to hack you. I'm waiting. Um, so let's move on to the next thing. And, and by the way, I haven't brought family into it. She didn't answer. It's probably an old phone number. Calm down. She, if this is a public figure. She's got a website out there to contact her about paranormal investigations. It's Halloween. I'm looking to paranormally investigate a bitch. I'll have her paranormally investigate you, by the way, Andy. Don't think I don't have all your info. Let's move on, though, to something. This may be the spookiest thing we've ever covered, not just on Pot Awful, on any Awfulween episode ever. I told you we have cursed videos for you tonight. Well, one week ago in the Pizza Fund, Pizza, by the way, we had an episode of our show we do every Friday. It's called The Weekly Sacrifice. And on it, I hang out with the listeners, and we share the goons of the internet, the weird content, the dark corners. And it's a good time normally. But I've been following something for a very long time now that I hadn't been telling any of you guys about. One of the darkest, dankest corners of the internet, one of the most cursed things I've ever seen online. And when I tell you that the people who watched this last week on the Weekly Sacrifice, they were, I mean, you thought that interview with Steve Rizzo was upsetting. Their lives have never been the same, okay? Your life will change after I show you what I'm about to show you. If you want, I'm going to show you just a little bit of the cursed video we played last week in the Pizza Fund. If you want to see the full thing, join the Pizza Fund, potawful.pizza. We built our own Patreon. Again, no ads, no sponsors. Instead, you get bonus content Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, we do a second episode of Pot Awful. Every Friday, we do the weekly sacrifice. Weekly sacrifices in the $6 level and up, potawful.pizza. Support the show. Join the Pizza Fund. Potawful dot pizza. Pizza 
In the chat room, they say, I haven't slept right since seeing this cursed video. It melted my face. We had some of the strongest listeners of Pot Awful. Like, some of the people who like the worst things we do, they were begging me to stop this video. We delved into the world of a guy named Soup Porter. And Soup comes pre-packaged with his own Gooniverse, his own world of characters. Now, Soup is the main character. You're, we're going to meet him in this. There, the other main character is his female companion, Merle, an old lady who is very Christian. Um, the man you saw at the beginning of this awful ween, uh, his name, the, the one wishing you a happy Halloween over and over again, he is part of this Gooniverse. His name is Michael Arthur Taylor Jr., and this video features a little cameo by a guy named Rick Claypool. You've never seen anything like this. And we're going to attempt to get Soup Porter on the show tonight. He told me I could call him. There's no guarantees with a guy like Soup. Let's see what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now entering another dimension. A dimension not only of soup and sound, but of mind. You see a signpost up ahead. You know you are entering Soup Porter's worst nightmares. Keep your shirt on. Keep your shirt on. I'm scared, man. They got a bomb. It's up my anus. They're going to bomb. Oh, shut up. Shut up. coming over to Michael's. Michael is having a fucking masquerade party. Everybody's just going insane. Because I was told <sighs> not to. What? 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 What happened, Meryl? What happened to me? Where did I go wrong? What happened, baby? The insanity of it all, Rick. Please, Meryl. That bound Jesus to the cross in excruciating agony. The sound of the hammer rang out as each 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ma'am, there's a bomb in my hand. There's a bomb in my hand. It's set to go off. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I don't believe it. I got prostate. Sit down. I'm gonna sit down. Sit down. Okay, so this is the thing that I've been cursed with for years now following, and you have the curse now too. I see in the chat room people are saying, I'm going to kill myself from watching this. That's just a tiny little peek into the world of Soup Porter, okay? Let's see if we can get Soup Porter on the line. There's no guarantees. I, a guy like this, and you might be thinking, is this a joke? Is this something he's doing as a bit? It's not. It's 100% legitimate. Everyone in his community, in his Gooniverse, is like this. I don't know if he's even capable of actual human speech. All of his, when he types every word, he inserts the word show into. He has a video called Happy Showloween and show, show, show. He seems to be obsessed with the number 114 as well. Let's see if we can get to the bottom of any of this suit porter. Let's see what happens. We may not come back from this one. We may need Tess Sheely after this one. If we don't get him, I've got another Soup Porter video for you, by the way. Brand new. He just released one. I am concerned. Oh, yeah, there's a shot in that video of him in front of the mirror. It's one of the most haunting figures you've ever seen. Join the pizza fun. Pot off with that pizza. Watch the full version. Show long, dear. Oh. You've reached the Marilyn Mansion Show hotline. Leave your name and number after the show tone. Kenny Collar back here. Thank you very much. At the tone, please record your voice message. When you are finished recording, you may hang up or press pound for more options. Hey there, Soup. Uh, this is Pot Awful. I asked you on, um, on one of your videos, I told you I'm one of your biggest fans. I asked you if I could call you on my show. We're live right now for Showloween, and I'm showing some of your videos. I would love to talk to you. My phone number, 480-382-9385. You can call me back or I'll try you again in a minute. Um, if you see that phone number, that's me though, Pot Awful, 480-382-9385-114, Shopee Showloween to you, and tell Merle I said hi, thanks. Okay, now I know that sounded like the outgoing message of a show, but again, this man's got Looney Tunes going on inside his brain, there ain't no show. He's obsessed with a certain number of topics, uh, you know, these numbers, the word show, he, he says Marilyn Mansion all the time. And he is very obsessed with things being inside his anus, Merle. By the way, Merle's name is not Merle. It's Marilyn, but he calls her Merle. Here's one of his most recent videos. This came out early this morning, last night. It's called Wanna Get Merle on the Line, 114, 4A, 4-Way, all the way, showversation, mm-mm, Show hotline, 11.14 p.m., 1.14 a.m., and then he puts his phone number in there. Let's take a look at what this is. This is his show, I suppose. Hello, dear. Let's call Meryl. Yes? Hi, Marilyn. How you doing Hi, this evening? Doing 
So he's calling Merle to be on his show. And he has now officially entered the loop. He's got the lights going off. This is a, this is like if pot if I never took my SSRIs and I did pot awful. This is what it would be like. But thanks to taking the SSRIs, I'm locked and loaded, and I'm finally ready. Lenny, it's time. Okay, to save you from the loop, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here and see if there's something else we can go to. Maybe, uh, I'm trying to find anything that looks like maybe he's not just sitting there looping anymore. Okay, let's let's just go to here and see what happens. Dr. Ken, Dr. Ken, did you see London Lockhart running around? So I think it, it, I think we're hearing him talk live, but he's watching an older video of himself. Been there. And, uh, okay, let's see what's going on in the video. With my detachable cock. Okay, he's got a detachable cock. Yeah, okay, so he's watching an older video of himself. He may be on the phone with Merle. Oh, oh no, no! Soup! I, you can't do this, he's naked! No, Soup, you can't show this on television. Okay, Soup, no, 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 no. I might have to blur the screen for the rest. I don't know what's about to happen here, hang on. Oh God, no, no, no! Oh no, no, he's going to the refrigerator completely nude. Can I show? All right, hang on a second. Let me just get my hand right here. Oh my God, no, no, I'm missing it. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm pretty sure you couldn't really see that. He's completely naked. <laughs> Tune into any soup porter video and you're likely to get something like this. Let me see. I can't just get my hand. Okay. I saw her half an hour ago. Okay, but I'm conversing with the Lord right now. And okay, you know what? Too insane. I have a second phone number for soup. Let's see if we try this one. I don't know if this one will work or not. I'll try him again, though, on the other number. Maybe we'll get him, maybe we won't, but I have now talked to Soup Porter, so this is a possibility. This is the second number. We're going to try this one. If not, we go to the costume contest. We have a good night. Happy show Halloween to everybody. This is pot awful if it was cool. Soup? Andrew, Soup. Are you there? It's pot awful, man. He hung up. Do you think that was him? Maybe that wasn't him. It was a different number. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to think. I kind of feel like it might have been him, but I, all right, let's try the other number one more time. Why would they just sit there silently listening? 
Last chance. We'll see what happens. Hello? Hey, Soup? No, you got the wrong number. Uh, Andrew's not there? You got the wrong number. Who is this? Why do you want to know my name? I just want to see if I'm accidentally saying the wrong thing. Happy. You are saying the wrong thing. You got the wrong number. Happy show, Loween. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Did I dial the wrong... How did I dial the wrong number? Let me bring back up that video, because that video had his phone number in it. Um, unless he put the wrong phone number in that as well. I mean, we know we got him the one time, right? We he It was definitely him on the voicemail. All right, last chance. Here we go. Got the phone number again. Maybe I, maybe I dialed it wrong. Maybe it was Merle. I was thinking it might be Merle, but it didn't sound like her. All right, come on, soup. Come on, soup. Come on, soup. Come on, soup. An awful ween miracle. Let's do it. Pray to dear God. Come on, soup. I beg of thee. Shalom, dear. Shalom. You freak. The Marilyn Mansion Show Hotline. All right. Maybe he'll call me back. Let's get to the thing of the hour, our costume contest. Now, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to jump in Discord here in a second. Uh, join our Discord, podawful.com slash Discord. There's two rules. You got to have a costume, and you got to be on camera to do it. Now, I did have, before we go to it, I did have one listener. He lives on the other side of the world. He submitted this to our cult, so I'll just show it. I'll put him in the running, but listen, I mean, it's going to be low in the running. In the cult, he posts a picture of himself in costume. So here it is for the costume contest, where, by the way, you can win fabulous prizes. The puzzle master is keeping the fabulous prize in the riddle box right now. We are about to reveal the prize. Let's take a look at his costume. This is a uh, Ludi. And he appears to be dressed as, I don't know what that is. Is that uh, uh, like Ozzy Osbourne or something? Or, or White Morpheus? I don't know. He's like Howard Stern or something. But anyway, okay, great costume, Ludi. You're in the running, but definitely lower rung on the scale. Now, I'm about to head over to Discord. Actually, you know what? Let's do this first. I, I was going to do it the other way, but let me go to Discord. And jump in the phone call section here. Let's see who we got. Okay, we got some people setting up their cameras. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. We've got uh, VV Jamie, VV Jared, Lenny, Chewy, Lil St. James. That's uh, our goon slash listener, James. Um, okay, welcome, everybody. Now, I'm not even looking at your cameras yet, okay? But can everybody hear me? Yes, sir. Let's get a check going here. Okay, let's make sure your microphones yep. are working because I am going to have to speak to you about each of your costumes. Now, before I bring you on camera here, I thought maybe we could reveal the prize live. And I should probably be on camera for you guys as well, huh? Let me, uh, let me do that. How do I do that? I don't use Discord this well. Let's see. Are you guys... Okay, you guys are seeing me. This is the show thing. You see Awful Ween down here somewhere. So, okay. So, here we go. Revealing on the show, Puzzle Master, please 
open the riddle box and show our listeners the fabulous prize they may be winning tonight on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a brand new car! That's right! I bought Bob Hickman's car! Here it is! The God entered my body as a body! Vehicle! The Bobmobile! The world's only Holy Ghost-filled man! It comes with all the accessories! It's from 1997! It comes with the trash inside it! Four doors! Some of the headlights work! I bought it, and it now can be yours if the costume is right! How about that? That's pretty incredible. How about that? So I have the vehicle here, and whoever wins the costume contest, I will be pawning off <laughs> the piece of trash Bobmobile, the Ford Escape, onto you. You will be winning this actual piece of garbage. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Let's bring up our... Well, how do I want to do this? I don't want to show everybody at once. I'll start with Chewy, I suppose. And let's bring up our Discord here. Again, potawful.com slash Discord if you want to join our Discord just in general. And Chewy, you appear to have a costume on. Can you explain to the folks at home who you are dressed as? I'm, I'm dressed as James Sorenstone. Okay, you are dressed as Little St. James from... Our very own pot awful listenership, and I see now. Is that a tactical vest you have on? Yeah, it's the most tactical vest I have. Wow! And is it a bomb vest? What can you do with it? Do you hide? A, do you put a knife in it? Um. Yeah, you put a knife in it. It's uh, it's green, so it it goes well with camouflage. Does it provide you any sort of protection from ammunition? Or yeah, you put your you put your plates in there. Your uh, ballistic you got, plates. It's a plate carrier. I don't know. In a gunfight. Yeah, because James very regularly gets into gunfights. Yeah, James is often in gunfights. You know, he buys stuff like this. He's a tactical guy. And, of course, he puts himself in debt buying these things. Chewy, how far... I have the gas mask downstairs, but it was tough to uh, wear the headset and the gas mask at the same time. I hear you. I had the same problem with my helmet. So, which also (laughs) could be a James costume, really, if you think about it. Um, So, how deeply... He did look like a dork, yeah. Thank you so much. How deeply in debt... Are you and by the way, that doesn't help you win the prize. Um, how deeply in debt are you now after buying your James costume? Well, I wanted it to be as true to the original James as possible, so I've maxed out all of my credit cards. Okay, uh, that's home going equity, to line of credit, all of that. It's all completely maxed. I've got ponchos, water filters. That's going to go a long way you know, toward helmets. your possible winning of this costume contest. Although I will say. If I were looking at you from the neck up, you just look like Chewy. I guess you did shave for this, though. No, I've shaved my mustache so that... uh, And by the way... You know, because you told me to, and uh, that's the thing James would do. James, can you say your classic line about Chewy's mustache? Uh, where'd your mustache go? No, fucking hell, James. Could you just say it the right way? 
Oh, that's a nice mustache, Chewy. That's a nice mustache, Chewy. All right, Chewy, thank you very much for submitting. Let's go to Eliana in the costume. <laughs> what the hell? Eliana, I, what are you dressed as exactly? I can't put my finger on it. Well, you know, Jesse, I, I think that we should be legal because I'm using it for my pain. Right here is the strain that I got. It's a blue river. Oh, is that helping me? Is that your one hitter there, Canaman? Yeah, yeah, it's my blunt. I uh, rolled this blunt today. Okay, all right. So it's and you're pain. it's for my pain. So Eliana is dressed as Canaman, one of uh, one of our goons who we've accidentally forgotten about for the past couple of months. He's supposed to do a show on this network. Um, Eliana. Okay, now let me ask you, Eliana. Be honest with me. Was this a last mm -hmm. minute costume or? <laughs> okay, because it seems like you probably just already owned this poncho and um and the hat probably. And then is that just tin foil you wrapped up to look like something to smoke out of? What is that? It's actually sage. Oh, it's sage. Okay, I couldn't tell that's actually funnier, so I'll give you that one. Sage, very funny after Shalin's whole saging of her home. Okay, Eliana. <laughs> You are in the running for, and are you excited, by the way, to possibly, this is real, to possibly win the Bob Hickman mobile? I mean, I have room for it. I have it. It's currently in storage, ready to be delivered to whoever wins the fucking thing. I'm having it I shipped. I have room for it. All right, here we go. Let's go to Lenny next in line for the costume contest. He appears to be a cat. Wow, that's actually very good. Oh. Oh, he's just a Ku Klux Klan member. Okay, L wait, Lenny, what are you trying to... I can't hear you, Lenny. You gotta turn... Hey! Your... Hey! I'm a ghost of a retard stuck in the Applebee's bathroom! Okay! I'm wait. using that practical echo effect with the toy <laughs> microphone I got from the dollar store! You're stuck hey. in the Applebee's bathroom? I'm stuck in the Applebee's bathroom. Somebody send Shalin's mom to stage the bathroom at Applebee's. Very good. I love it. I love it. A in brand Michigan. new one of the brand new characters of the Pot Awful <laughs> Universe. Any retard stuck in a bathroom. It literally applies to anybody and anything. And uh, Lenny is the first to recreate it here live. And uh, can it? By the way, if you're stuck in a bathroom, retard ghost, can you still drive the Bob Mobile? I need it delivered to the bathroom. I can't get out of the bathroom. Deliver it straight to the bathroom. Will do. Let's go to Fisher, who appears to be just showing us his My Little Pony life-size fuck doll. Fuck doll. Uh, okay. Well, Fisher, you are not in the running for the costume contest. And please, you know what? I will give you the car right now if you cut that thing's head off. It's over. The game is over. We don't even go to the other contestants. I didn't think so. He's gone. Okay. And let's go that to... That is so fucked. Let's go to Magi, who appears to be dressed as himself. Magi, what I are you? I am a druid. Whoa. Okay, so Magi just woke up. This is the way he normally looks whenever... Yeah, I have never seen you not wearing the robes of an ancient. This is my ritual word. No, no, no. Magi, you're out of the running. I'm so sorry. It does not count. You're out. Sorry. 
Now, uh, we, I've got Rootin' Tootin' Jesus in here, but it doesn't look like the video is connecting. Can anybody else see Rootin' Tootin' Jesus? Oh, I yeah, I see him. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. It looks, it's just fine. Rootin' Tootin', I'm going to come back to you. I'll, I'll have to refresh to try to get you up here. Discord's a little fucky sometimes, okay? Let's go to... Oh, I just had to connect the Wi-Fi, so maybe that's the uh, It's why. probably my end. Don't worry about it. I'll come right back to you. Let's go to T-fucking-J. <laughs> I think I know this costume. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what it is? TJ, why don't you recreate what this costume is for me? Get this nigger off the plane. Oh, whoa. I thought you were Burger King. I thought you were Mr. Uh, Burgers. Oh. What the uh, hell was that? No, I'm I'm the nigger <laughs> on a plane guy. Stop Jesse. saying it. Stop it. <laughs> we're on D-Live now. Come on. All right, dude. No, I know what you are. You're the airplane Burger King man. It's very funny. Uh, did you already have the Burger King crown? I went to Burger King especially to get this. How do you get the crown from Burger King? Do you just say... You, you, you say, I need a crown, guys. Please give it to me. Is that really all it takes? No, I lied to them and told them it was my birthday, and they said happy birthday. Are you, were you afraid at all that when you went there that the guy who stabbed and robbed you would be working there? Yeah, I was very afraid. I was scared for my life. That's why I had to carry, carry many weapons. I, I, was, I was sitting here wondering this. I thought, wait a second. Are they going to stop giving out the crowns as a result of this? Because you know that's now the new symbol of the alt-right. That's now. I, I was scared. I wouldn't be able to get it, but I got it with no hesitation. And actually, I really like it. It makes me feel more powerful, and I'm thinking about adding it to my attire regularly. Have they already listed the crown on the ADL website, on the SPLC? Do you know? Um, cause I'm sure, you know, the king of the alt-right, the bone muncher, he is probably trying to buy as many of these crowns as he can. Guys, get stock in Burger King crowns. One day they will be gone. Very soon they will be gone. All right, let's go to, uh, you're in the running, TJ. I like it. I know the costume. I get it. Let's go to, who else we got here? We've got, uh, oh, Jamie. Kelsey there. Young Jamie. Let's go to young Jamie who, uh, now again, somebody dressed as Howard Stern. I don't understand this. Uh, no, I'm, I'm every user on the internet. Oh, you're everybody on the internet. I thought for a second yeah. that you were uh, the guy from Oasis, you know? <laughs> I thought you were, uh, well, I thought you were Les Claypool. For a second, he looks there. like Robert Plant. Yeah. Uh, oh, and you were wearing the Bob Hickman T-shirt. Let's take a look at that. The God Halloween into My Fitchell. Body T-shirt. There, very cool. Um, oh no, yeah. Pot awful mug. He's got the pot awful mug. Now, obviously, you're me, and so is Ludi. Now, that of course is going against you. There's somebody else also submitted yeah. as me, but you have the advantage of actually being here live. And you are in New Zealand. Oh, shit. Is this the costume party? And you are in New Zealand, so that's actually more effort than the guy who's not here. So, you know, I I'm going to give you... Yeah, it'd be cheaper for me. It'd be cheaper for me to buy my own Honda Odyssey and then spray paint <laughs> God into my body like uh, a body yeah. might sense. <laughs> I might just have to do just that do for myself. you. I might just have to do that for you anyway. Um, okay, well, you are edging out, Ludi, just a little bit. And uh, so you're in the running for sure. Let's move on to Jared. Oh, my God. Jared, no. Don't tell me. Look at this. He's got bones. 
Who is listening back to the feed? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is the bone muncher himself. Wow. He's snorting bones. Hey, whoever's the idiot playing the feed back to me, can you just kill yourself? Thank you. Um, okay, wow. He's on the couch. He's got the bones. He's got an okay to be white shirt. You really do look like him. Jared, can you come a little closer to the screen? Because you actually do kind of look like him. Just a little bit. <laughs> why do you, bones over here. Why do you have these bones? Now, come here and give me a cross-eyed look. I got to see the cross-eyes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And guys, I am going to come to the chat room and hear your votes on this as well. I'm the ultimate arbiter, but I do want to hear what everyone thinks out there. Um, let's go to who else we got here. Uh, is this Slobbery Jim? Slobbery Jim, who are you dressed? Oh, you're James as well. We got another James costume. He's eating pasta. He's wearing the full deal. I like it. Very good. I get it. Eating the pasta. It looks like James is also dressed as James. It's a popular costume. Well, we'll come to James in just a sec. That's who you are, right, Slobbery Jim? You're James? No, I'm just a J&A infantryman maybe uh, oh okay. oh you're just in the army okay all right well you should have gone really am is eating a hot pocket oh i thought you were eating pasta like james okay well let's go to james then and see what he is ja oh yeah james is just dressed as yeah. james what the fuck i'm just yeah you know i actually uh had a plan last halloween to put all this gear together started buying it around last halloween have it finally put together for this halloween I mean, James, technically uh, all speaking... All the thousands of dollars I've spent have been for tomorrow night, basically. J so. James, techni <laughs> technically speaking... Wait, what's happening tomorrow night? Is the boogaloo going down? Is it time? Yeah, Lenny, it's time. Lenny, it's time. That's, that's um, Halloween. James, uh, you are one of the goons of Pot Awful, but it doesn't really count to just dress in something I've seen you in a million times. I know, I kind of, I felt bad about it after uh, the show started, when I started seeing everybody else's costumes, I <laughs> should have put some more effort into it. Okay, James, you're not in the running, unfortunately. Uh, too easy. Wow, hang on a second. Caleb? What, Caleb, what are you dressed as? Wait, what is this costume? I can't hear you, man. You gotta, your, your mic isn't on. Hello? Hello? There we go. What are you dressed as? Hello? What are you dressed as? Uh, it's me, Charles Reeves. Ch Charles Reeves? Who is that? Keanu Reeves. Oh, you're Keanu Reeves. Oh, oh you do look like him. Hang on a second. You're, Thank you. The beard even. You've even got that little thing that he's got in the beard where it's like it's like a cut right here in there. That is pretty good. Are, are you just going as that for Halloween? Like That's your legit. Uh, this is just me every day. <laughs> I kind of believe that. I haven't seen Caleb in a long time. Your hair's gotten so long. Do you have any? Yeah, I stopped cutting it. Do you have any props? Uh, actually, yeah. All right, let's see the prop. Oh, he's got a sword, Caleb. <laughs> Caleb is a mall ninja. I know it in my heart, secretly. Like Caleb, Caleb quiets down whenever we're talking about Rufio because he knows 
Somewhere in that house is a snow globe with a wolf howling in it or something. He's got the sword. Oh, I'm just one bad day away. He's just one bad day away, <laughs> brother. Man, They've already taken my dog. You really do. You re Yeah, your dog is dead. So, guys, it is time. I think it might be we need to. Uh, we need to issue Caleb a trench blade, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, Caleb is a trench blade for sure. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Yes, Kelsey. I, I heard Kelsey My say something. My video is working now. Your what? My video is working now. Well, I don't see you. Um, I'm going to have to refresh. I'll come back to you, Kelsey. Let's go to Harley, Wait, why do I who is dressed as oh. Mike David from Red Bar, very clearly. <laughs> Shout out, Jules. Fuck yeah. Do you, do you, is she cleaning up your bag? Jesse. Kelsey, hang on a fucking second. I'm talking to somebody Sorry. else. Christ. All right, do you have your colostomy bag, Mike? Or uh, is Jules taking care of that right now? Is she dumping it into the bathtub for you? It's all empty and ready to go. Where the hell do you get a Mike David mask? I mean, that literally does look like him. <laughs> I know you're a former fan. Just but my face. <laughs> I know. Harley was a big-time Red Bar guy, for those who don't know. And uh, this is Mike David will not be happy about this at all. That is terrifying. You are high up in the running because that mask is almost too good. Um, all right, let's go to Kelsey before she blows a fucking gasket. Kelsey, you're on. Let's see your costume. Okay. She said, Ready? I don't know what this is. It's a big surprise to me. I'm a cat. Okay. I'm Skyla. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> are you wearing a bathing suit right now? <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey, what are you doing? This is way more insane than any of that 9 11 shit you talk about. Kelsey, Kelsey, no, 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 get rid of the cat. Let's see. So, Kelsey is dressed as one of my ex girlfriends, somebody who, for the previous few awful weens, we've turned into a Halloween character. And this okay. year, this year, Kelsey, I, now she did not okay this with me or anything. I had no idea this was happening. What is Dunkin' Donuts? I don't get it. Wait, what does that mean? Why did, what is, I don't get it either. I don't get it. It's I, because that's the drink that her boyfriend won't let her have. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, that's Sorry, right. Sorry, the, the lore is so deep. Yeah, uh, Skylar's new boyfriend won't let her have Dunkin' Donuts because she's getting too fat. Um, Kelsey, I want you to know this. Hang on. Take the cat down so I can talk to you for a second. Just come back on camera. I Kelsey, I need to talk to you for a second. because. Kelsey, please, I got a show and I need it to end soon. Can you please come back on fucking camera for two seconds? Okay. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm going to, you think Jules, <laughs> if you think Jules has it bad, just wait. Okay, now Kelsey, I did not, we didn't talk about this. You didn't tell me about the costume. Do you know that I specifically was avoiding having Skylar be a part of Awful Ween this year? Because I knew there's so many people out there who are still like, Jesse's not over her. Now you're dressing like her. Do you know what this is going to make me look like? It's pretty funny. It is funny. You know what? I got to give you that. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Unfortunately. That was really funny. Kelsey, it's a great costume. It's a great costume. Unfortunately, you can't be in the running for the car because you are my girlfriend. The, you know, uh, terms and restrictions apply. And uh, it would just be unfair. Now, let, I'm going to restart Discord and get, uh, who was it, Rootin' Tootin' Jesus in here. One last one. Let me, um, let me just minimize this for a second. 
and try to get this going again. Uh, I'll be right back. Let's see if we can get him in here. And there was a couple other people. They might have had costumes as well. I don't know. All right, let's see. Am I back on? Let me get back on camera. Where's Rootin' Tootin' Jesus? Here he is. Wait, this is it? I fucking waited all this, all this time, and you're just wearing a thing that anyone can buy off the internet? Okay, well, there you go. You are not in the running. Rootin' Tootin' Jesus, I'm sorry. All that build up to nothing. Let's go to the chat room and see what they're saying about this. This is hilarious. That was great. She's not ugly enough to be Skylar. Tell me about it. Um, that was a double upgrade for sure. Uh, true. She looks too good to be Skylar. Okay. What are the thoughts? Where, where is everybody in the rankings here for you guys? Of course, we've got Chewy as James. We also had, um, Slobbery Jim as James. We also had James as James, but he's not in the running. We've got Eliana as Canaman last ditch costume. Of course, we've got a very good, we can't see him now. Unfortunately, the thing screwed up again, but Harley was Mike David. Lenny is a ghost stuck in a uh, bathroom. Yeah. A retarded ghost stuck in a bathroom. Magi is not in the running because he is just dressed the way he is always dressed. This is how he normally is. We've got TJ as the uh, racist airplane man. We've got another version of me from Young Jamie. We've got Jared with an amazing Mersh cosplay. I really do like that one a lot. We've got Caleb as Keanu Reeves. Um, Kelsey as Skyler. What are we thinking? Jared won, they're saying. Snorting Bones won. Mike David yeah. or Mersh guys were the best. I vote Magi. Kelsey well, Kelsey cannot win. She is not in the running. Unfortunately, I cannot give her the car. Um, Kelsey and Jared are my favorite. Subway Jared. Bones wins. Wow, I'm seeing a lot of Jared in the chat, and I got to say, of all of yeah, them. It's got to be Jared. Are we allowed to vote? Like, I, I would Absolutely not. No, James. Else. In fact, everyone's allowed to vote but you, James. Of course, oh, okay. I got to say it though. You know, I'm the ultimate vote on this anyway, and none of them made me laugh as hard as the Mersh cost. It's so good. He really does look like him. So, ladies and gentlemen, the winner, and and by the way, uh, a guy who actually lives, um, you know, not too far from Mersh's family, he might, we might have to have him paranormally investigated. The winner of the costume contest, Awfulween 2020, is. Subway Jared, congratulations to him. Everybody, round of applause, please, in Discord. Yeah, shout-outs, fuck yeah. Um, it was very good. I know Mersh wants the bone more than the dog. Let the, let the dog have the bone, Mersh. Come on. You gotta, you gotta let the dog have the bone. It's too cruel to do to a dog. Speaking of dogs, my dog, Jasper, he pooped in my bedroom yesterday, and um, I only discovered it today. And that means after the show, he's going to turn into Casper. <laughs> I'm going to kill my dog. So thank you for reminding me to kill my dog, Jared. Um, congratulations. What How do proof you... do you have that it was the dog? That's a good Maybe point. Maybe you had an intruder. I might have to have Tess Sheely investigate this. <laughs> or actually, this feels more like a Ted kind of thing to investigate if you catch my drift. Um, Jared, how would you, you have won the Bob Hickman mobile, pretty amazing stuff. How would you like your prize delivered to you? I mean, how can I best get that to you? <laughs> Just light it on fire. Get rid of it. Okay. I tell you what, do you own the, uh, Bob Hickman t-shirt? I do. I do. Okay. I was going to say I, as a consolation prize, I was going to offer up the Bob Hickman God Entered My Body t-shirt again available at potawful.shop. I'll get you a t-shirt. Tell me what t-shirt you don't have. 
I'll send you a free ticket. Jared Ritt wins everything, by the way. He won Where in the World is Jesse from Pot Awful as well. <laughs> this is the bitch who got it in four minutes on Where in the World. I was at Ethan Ralph's house and he got it. I'm tired of sending. What did I send you for that? You won something for that. <laughs> yeah, you got $250. Ah, fuck you, Jared. I'm going to give it to Harley. You know what? Harley wins with the Mike David costume. Uh, if he wants a t-shirt, I saw him wearing the red bar t-shirt. Let's get Harley in some more pot awful t-shirts. Fuck Jared. Uh, let me know what shirt you don't have pot awful wise, Harley, and I'll send you one after the show. Okay. Tell me your size and where to send it and I'll send it to you free of charge. Thank you all so much for doing the costume contest this year. It's been so much fun. I hope you guys enjoyed awful ween. Did you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, look. I did. Yeah. Wow. The Miami Sound Machine is working again. I hope everybody has a happy Halloween. Thank you for joining me in Discord. Again, potawful.com slash Discord if you'd like to be a part of it. And that's it. That's our show. Unfortunately, we didn't hear from Soup Porter. He didn't call in time, but maybe we'll get him on a future one. But just remember, you will never be the same. You have now entered the cursed world of Soup Porter when you thought Bob Hickman was bad. This is now your new life. <laughs> Stroud boys and girls of every age, how would you like to see something strange? Come with me and drink DP. This is our show of awful ween. Thank you so much for joining me. Until next time, keep it spooky and have an awful day. Goodbye. Head over to potawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at potawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fund. Potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com. <laughs>